Hello and welcome to another episode of Not For Nothing. We are here in New York, which is super exciting, but also it may look different from what you're used to. Um, we are now East Coast, both East Coast girlies. Mm-hmm. And to start off today, I have a topic for you, which I know that we have differing opinions, Oh, but they freak me out. Um, are you sure our opinion is differing? I mean, I actually, I don't know. Okay. Um, but the topic of press-on pedicures. And for context, if you don't know the term press-on, it means the fake nail that you put on pedicures or manicures. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm firmly against them. Really? So, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me that you actually like them. No, I've never had one. How about you? Me neither. I didn't even know it existed until I saw them recently and Disturbing. was like, I don't know why it freaks me out so much, but it's freaking me out. They're disgusting. And it's like... Is it just more... Does it also have a lengthening factor to it? Yes. But like, I feel I like... I don't need long toenails. I agree. And I feel like your feet are already at risk for like fungus and stuff just based on like being inside a shoe, being exposed yeah, how to does moisture. It not, how does it not... Well, okay. Here's the only exception to the rule, I would say. If, for example, like in the case of my feet currently, mm-hmm. I stubbed my toe the other day and half of my like big toenail nail is gone. Mm-hmm. which is pretty horrendous if i were to be going to some crazy like wedding whatever mm-hmm. where i have to wear open-toed shoes yep i would replace like when i would like i wouldn't do the full pedicure but if a nail was requiring nail it could no, be there's good. a solution for that and it's not a press-on pedicure you know what it is socks and acrylic toe so that i've seen but obviously that's a different budget different budget but you can go in for one nail if you had to yeah i've seen that on tiktok which like honestly i may need to do one day because i have am extremely clumsy i also like figure seated for a decade so mm-hmm. like my toes are they've seen some shit they are just there's like no nail on most of them because they've all been broken so many times i think that there is a sole purpose for press on toenails and that is fetish content oh that's true you know if you're doing a yeah. shoot for your feet and you need like six pairs of toenails and you need to make it look like different times and places and stuff i think that that is where a press on pedicure makes sense i don't think that it's for wear inside of a shoe like i guess maybe a sandal where your toes are exposed i would just take my boots off and my socks and there would they would just be all loose they'd be loose in the sock 100 percent. sound like a maraca there's no way that they (laughs) stay on but i I, the fetish content that's a really good point right that's got to be the only way respect then i would expect to see them more in like a cot like less they shouldn't be next to the hand ones no i agree because different purpose total different purpose that is the type of thing that belongs in that secret room of ricky's that's what i was gonna say you know the secret ricky's room or like next to the condoms at Dwayne reed or so walgreens now literally fucking brilliant that is you know what they should hire you to be do like product store in, yeah in store, honestly 100%. i think about that okay <laughs> if we needed more proof that i'm great weirdo. categories when I was with Ava the other day in D.C., I was complaining that my current CVS that I live near is just organized wrong. Mm-hmm. I was like, why are these things there or whatever? And I was like starting to get like so worked up on like wanting to like <laughs> be reorganized. She <laughs> was like, you need to stop smoking weed. <laughs> it's funny, actually. I wonder if you went into a CVS or something and you just like were in very casual clothes and you started rearranging things, if they would even question you. I think so. They'd be like, she's the new girl. (laughs) We don't know who she is, but I'm I'm sure she's here. No one else would be doing that unless they were paid. (laughs) That's true. I also wonder how much CVS purposefully 
makes things hard to find so that you have multiple trips to oh, take. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that's I'm, part of strategy for a lot of yeah, stores. And I love like customer experience strategy, which makes a lot of sense in what we do as a job. But like, yeah. Have you ever been a secret shopper? I have not, but I think I would be really good at it. It's actually so cool. Wait, can you get paid to do that? Yes. And I have done it. Wait, how do you do this? Secretshopper.com? So no, but there was Seeking an app. <laughs> Seeking shoppers. <laughs> there has been like a, there was an app years ago that I used to use. Oh. And I mean years ago, like I was like, I mean, I was in college or maybe just out of college. That, those years were truly the. Hustle years. It was, but also like the climate around us was like, it was the gig innovation. Like the number of like yep. random apps I was doing, the number of like random jobs that I like never did more than once. 100%. But like made 60 bucks that yes, night or exactly. something. And it was so random. So this was. There's less was that called, now. I can't remember the name of it. Field research field something. Yeah. Like one of those random. Well, it was a random app. Like I've done studies and st like that was yeah, also me too. Oh, I've done studies many times. I love doing it. You know what? I'll do them to this day I, if I, the opportunity arises. I may get into it again. I'm going to actually start looking them just, up again. It takes a lot of time. But it does. Like just sourcing them. But that's a fun thing you can do from bed. Yeah. It's it's kind of nice. I kind of want to do some. Usually you get snacks too. True. And you make friendships that last forever. Yeah. They're so <laughs> weird. You're like, what's up? Because it's like, who else is at a fucking meeting in the middle of a day? For four hours. For four hours for like 80 bucks or but an $80 gift card. It's better than no money. It is... It's actually a good gig. Let me, I let love me girl it. rot at a study. I love that. Exactly. And then you get to get like in your creative bag too. You're like, no, you know what? This logo doesn't resonate with me. <laughs> You're like, I actually think that if you added some blue to it, it would really provide the essence that the brand is looking for. I think. They and they're like, do you work in marketing? And I'm like, no, no why would you say that? I've never worked in marketing. <laughs> I just, I love products. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the head of my household. <laughs> Um, so this app, I would basically, it's crazy because they would say, make sure that they don't know that you're shopping or taking photos yeah. or like, that's the whole point. You are truly undercover. Yeah. So I would go into stores and they would be like M&Ms, for example, they'd say, walk into Walgreens and they'd give you a, lo a couple of locations of Walgreens within your area. Yeah. And they would be like, walk into one of these Walgreens and if you're the first person to take this task, you'll get paid 20 bucks or whatever. Great. Take a photo at the end cap of the deodorant aisle. Yes. In the middle of the store. Is there an M&M's display? They wanted you to, uh, to essentially snitch on the stores. Yeah, to see how well their product was being displayed. Yeah. And they could be like, okay, no, Dwayne Reed on 86th Street. Is not. Is not displaying our stuff. So maybe we need to get them. We didn't get them any merch to set it up. Yeah. Maybe we need to send more promotional product their way. So they would like really like essentially pay you on behalf of the brands to like go snitch go snitch and it was a great gig and i would do it again any day i'm gonna look into that because I'm, I'm excellent at that it's really good especially if you're interested in it like, like i was like grocery cool stores shit. are some of my favorite like designs i love the grocery store and the fairway near my mom and my parents house mm -hmm. they recently because fairway got bought by somebody i forget I who, you remember there was that whole thing where fairway was going to disappear and then they like no i'm out of the fairway conversation mm. i've never had a fairway near me you have one not that far from you. I, I've never like shopped Red there. Hook. That's a little bit far. It's a little far. That's a couple it, neighborhoods away. Yeah, but it's not like. Yeah, I've never gone though. No, I've only gone once or twice to that one. But mm -hmm. they got bought and it's like now none of it makes sense. Really? The chips are now on the second floor. 
Why is anything on the second floor? Chips should be the first thing you see when you walk into a store. Because I'm that's what I'm grabbing, brother. Especially if I'm shopping hungry. <laughs> Which is a dangerous game to play. But no, it's so bad. And I think that might be a good career shift for me one day. I really like that. Um, I think they call that um, in-store merchandising. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay. Megan's sister does that. That's really cool. Yeah, she did that for Saks Fifth Avenue. Ooh. Pretty cool. Um, okay, so speaking on, you know, let's move up from press on pedicures, physically yes. up the body. Okay. We're gonna we're talking the care and keeping of you today, essentially. So as girls growing up, like a lot of especially like I, I have to say it, as the older sister, it was our responsibility to bring up like things to our parents that they necessarily weren't thinking of as top of mind like I don't know what your bra shopping experience was like but uh, some of it was my mom forcing me some of it was me being too embarrassed to agree to yeah. shop with her some of it was like oh I just don't want to go through this so I'm like avoiding it altogether but shaving was a big one yeah so like I distinctly remember I shaved off half of my eyebrow oh my when God. I was in third grade because I wanted my eyebrows done and oh. I was trying to just like sculpt it but yeah. i just ended up shaving off half of it horrible and i know a lot of girlies have that same experience my sister was an overplucker for really sure i mean i was all thin eyebrowed there out were just little little patches on top of her eyes there was a couple mere straggly hairs left i'm sure <laughs> but i wasn't allowed to shave mm -mm. for like many years and it was like humiliating to say the least yeah I like, don't know why. Like, why is that so taboo? Why? And I think it's changed. Yeah, exactly. Gen Z doesn't, I don't mm -mm. see them dealing with this. First of all, there's such a liberation of hair. There is. There's like this empowerment yes. of having hair. So that's Right. Like so one, I think you would be bullied less for having it like, to begin with. Literally got bullied so much. for Simply for hair. And I agree. My mom wouldn't let me shave. She let, I don't know how her and my sister had the discussion, but it was different because my sister has darker hair. Yeah. So I think it was like more visible. Mm -hmm. But then, for example, because my sister was like plucking so much, I didn't really pluck my eyebrows that much because I was mm -hmm. like, oh. You have good eyebrows. I don't really do much, but it's because they're like, I need to get them shaped. Oh, I thought you said shaved. I was like, no, sweetheart. shaved. I've just, I've don't never. Make my mistake. I've never done like a full situation. But yeah, my mom wouldn't let me shave my legs. Then. What she did allow, which is like should and be illegal. And we were illegal. skirt girlies. Skirt. Well, first of all, I had a uniform, but yes. Yeah. And what was the deal with Veet and Nair? Like, why was that more acceptable? Dude, that's what I'm saying. And my mom would allow us to do that, and I was like, but same. She I'm, wouldn't let me shave, but she would use let me use Veet. I'm like, I may like have permanent damage to my DNA now. Literally, like that shit is so toxic. It's not only toxic, but like you can like seriously get serious burns from it because obviously it never works that well so you're you gotta like go round two round three or let me just leave it on for like 45 yep. minutes yep. instead of the like whatever eight to ten recommended Hundo P. and so i would just like chill bathroom literature chill in the bathroom <laughs> with my legs like waiting reading disney on ice while i'm just like burning off the skin on my legs yes it was actually extremely bad like and i look back and i'm like the whole house knew that you had just done hair removal because it like <laughs> smelled for it smelled like rotten eggs rotten for like eggs. the next few hours and then the new generation <laughs> of v and nair they tried to like add some like fragrance into it and i was like this is just worse because now it? there's like covered chemicals. up it's like gardenia and rotten eggs. Ew. It's absolutely terrible. But I don't know what that was all about. So when were you first allowed to shave? 
I wasn't allowed to. I just did. When I was at summer camp, I think I was like 14, maybe. Dude, I was around the same age. I was in seventh fucking And my grade. mom was like pissed. She's like, I can't believe you did this. And I was like, uh, mother, everyone was making fun of me. <laughs> I remember the distinct date, too. Like, not the date, but I remember the exact day and what I was doing. Yeah, it, was it was before a pool party. Oh. And I was like, mom, like, I can't even tell you the humiliation I've gone through at this point. I have black hair. My legs are super hairy and I need to shave before this pool party. She was like, okay. And she wasn't happy about it. I don't know why they care. I will never limit my child from <laughs> shaving. And I've been seeing this creator and she posts about how she waxes her daughter's eyebrows. I did see that too. And a lot of people are like, that's crazy. And she's like, no, like if right. it makes her happy, like why what is this like forced trauma that i don't get it, it literally it's just hair it's totally move on it grows back it literally that's what it comes i don't down know to. and i wish that there i wish like my mom was like no don't shave let's wax right and then you start young waxing like then you barely have hair while you're an adult but it's also like okay like i'll ask my kid if they want it yeah obviously And if you don't want it and you hate it and you're mad that i'm doing okay we won't do it However, I'm not going to let you be ridiculed by the kids in class. It was class. so weird. I was like, literally, people are making fun of me. Why are you like... I was one of the last, dude. Yeah, same. Very embarrassing. And my sister for a while, like, wouldn't wear shorts or skirts. And, like, yeah. we always were like, why? And then I realized when I was older that it was because my mom wasn't allowing her to shave. That's humiliating, and I hate it. Um. Okay. So... I haven't, like, gone to too many, like, restaurants lately. Like, I have my, like, faves that I go to all the time, like a sit-down restaurant. But yeah. I haven't really gone out to dinner that yeah. frequently. Um, when you're, like, when the hostess is seating you. Yeah. What are you secretly praying that you don't get seated at? Like a high table. You don't want the high I table. I hate a high table. I hate it, too. I hate that then your bag's, like, on the floor so far. For, or if there's no hook. Like, I hate a high table. I, I always feel like I'm going to well. lose my balance and fall. Right? A bar, I only enjoy being seated at the bar at, like, Kazunori or something like that, yep. that. Where it's, like, part of the experience. Mm -hmm. Even then there's no space, but. Yeah, but it's just, it's so good that it, I, like, I go into a trance <laughs> and I don't even realize <laughs> I am anymore. I'm like, this hand roll is... Something. You're like, I'm distracted completely from this annoying-ass chair. Literally, I'm like... 100%. I could be standing right now. Honestly, <laughs> it would be better. I actually wouldn't mind that. But it's just, it's so good, I don't care. Um, But I love a high table. I hate a high table and I hate being Same. seated at the bar. I hate being seated at the bar. <laughs> Combo, if it's a high bar. Yes. I hate being seated at a bar unless it's on my way to a table. I do yeah, like when they're like sit at the bar until you're, you yeah, let your table whatever. is ready. I'll take that. But I actually eating, like that. Eating at the bar, especially if you're more than two people. Yep. It's Agreed. like you're like is, yelling at each other like, from across so the weird. L. This is so weird. That happened to me the other day, actually. It's so weird. Uh, very annoying. Um, what about booths? Do you I like love booths? a booth. The other day, I love booths too. I got shaped at a C-shaped booth. I love a C-shaped uh, booth. So cute. That's what we, I was at last night with my parents. I absolutely love it. At our Chinese spot, there's, like, in the center tables, mm -hmm. but then booths on the side. Mm -hmm. And then there's, like, one corner circular booth. Love it. And I I like to think that it's because they could tell I needed it. I love it. And I always, we get, always get at that a C-shaped booth yeah, as well. It's I always not get really, like, there. a necessary, like, that rare of a thing, but it always feels so special. No, it does. And at my favorite brunch spot that I go to. Oh, love a brunch booth. Oh, love a brunch booth. A bar, a bar brunch? 
I'm going don't go home. to brunch. I'm don't going, go to brunch. That's why I don't go to brunch. No, at that point, I wouldn't. But I love a booth, like a diner booth. Diner booth is a safe space. I feel like I could honestly tell all of my secrets at a diner booth. And I have shaped booth. <laughs> and yeah. I have videos of Robert in a diner booth that are <laughs> getting vulnerable. No, like just so incriminating. <laughs> oh my god, he's like not there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the night of our graduation oh wow i forget that you guys have known each other yeah that long. like it's crazy. that we went to college together so wild um okay well now that we've talked about diner booths which love a diner lo- love a diner diners are just that's where dreams are made honestly and if a diner doesn't have like a binder as a menu oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i need a cheesecake sad. factory type menu. i need to have literature <laughs> And for some reason, I look through all the things even when I know what I'm getting. No, the menu well, is not what about are your specials. At a di- I feel like this is the unspoken rule at a diner. Mm-hmm. You don't need the menu to order because you could pretty much order whatever you want. That's so true. Like anything you can think of, trust me, it's in the binder. That's so true. But the binder is just, it's fun to see, again, user experience, like how they've chosen to divide You're items. Right. right. Are fries in your appetizers or in your sides? I like, oh, you have disco fries? I Crazy. love, yeah. I love when there's also like, especially New York diners are usually like Greek owned. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a whole Greek menu, and it's just like so true. Why do you have like fish and random? Yes. Like, you. That's what I'm saying. You could literally have whatever you want. You know what's been a good marker of what a good diner is? I don't even eat pancakes, as you know. Yeah. But um, I want to know if you're ordering blueberry pancakes, are you giving me preserves or are you giving me fresh blueberries? What do you mean by preserves? Like jam? Jam. Yeah, that's weird. That's more like Midwest America. Type. No, a lot of diners do it. Really? I'm telling you. Yeah. I never get blueberry pancakes. I always get chocolate chip. I never get pancakes, but I just just knowing that lets me know what kind of quality diner it is. Yeah, you want the blueberries. Even it's if like, they were dude, frozen that's prior. What I'm saying throw them in the fucking batter. Like that's I don't care. Sh- that's exactly. actually delicious. Agreed. Um returns a little purple. I never yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never n- understood the banana pancake thing. I'm not into that. I think I would be. But if I had to thing. if I had to go pancake, I'd probably go banana. Really? I used to love banana and cereal when I was a kid. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Still as an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But love a diner. Um <sighs> Okay, remember when you used to have to rush? I don't know what TV shows, like, you know, your parents were like, I have to go watch my shows, or like maybe they just weren't that type of parent. No, they were watching the news. Okay. So but my they were mom strict was. strict about it because the French news was always like at 8 p.m. Okay, 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, because it was before, like, on cable now you can get like the French channel. Yeah. But before it was like there was this one channel that was shared by like international networks. Wow. And they would like share the airing times. Okay, that's so, like, actually cool. The next hour was maybe like in Arabic. Like yeah. you know, just very dope. Usually it was like the Italian one right after, but mm-hmm. it was funny. So it was they were strict about the news time. Okay, that makes sense. So they had to rush home for their I mean their not rush home, hour. but yeah. Yeah. They didn't want to miss it. Yeah. Truly. They if they missed it, whatever, but they would prefer to be watching in it. the know. Mm-hmm. So I remember the days of Disney Channel where they'd be like, wow. "Tune in to Cadet Kelly when the movie would air." Yes, yes. they'd be like eight seven central, and I'm like, "What does that mean?" Even to this day, <laughs> eight seven central. It's eight Eastern, seven central. But why? What about the West Coast? Were they not just telling us about it, 
Or was well, it saying 8, 7 Central because they're only airing that sound bit on the Central and East Coast? Oh and the God. West Coast had their own? I've never thought about it that way. They, like, what about Mountain Time? They probably totally have their own commercial. I'm thinking it as it's enough of an indicator to then... Convert? Convert. But then East Coast becomes, like, the standard. I mean, it always is. You got... Is it? Well, I, it is for, like, news. I know, like, the news like hits at most, 9 a.m. For most broadcasts, it's always the time given in Eastern first. I never knew that. And I, you know, up until this very moment, I never knew how to convert that. To Western? To whatever uh, to time Pacific? zone I'm in, which was Eastern, I guess. I was like, so is it seven eight or is seven. it eight or yeah. is it? No, it's eight Eastern, seven Central. Wow. But I would always be so confused as to why they don't say eight Eastern. Like, why is it eight, seven Central? Why is there right. only one indicator? Yeah, exactly. That's what would confuse me. Because yeah. I'm like, I just didn't even understand time zones back then. And now I'm like. Well, what time zone are you starting with? You know, it's so confusing. Right. But that was such a that we wouldn't like rush home or like make any time set aside. But like it was cool if like by when you were turning on the TV, you're like, oh, it's actually the time where they are airing. Exactly. Like, exactly. I remember the only thing it was actually one of my best friends growing up, like my mom's friend's daughter would rush home. I can't remember if it was seven or eight p.m. to watch the Amanda show. Oh, no. What? Like rush to TV? Oh, she loved it. Yeah. That was her show, in quotes. My mom's shows were only soap operas. So that was like the middle of the day. <laughs> I love the soap operas. <laughs> I never really watched them that much, but like whenever you would like turn them on by accident and you're like, wow. I hate soap operas. It's except so dramatic. I remember one summer I got into soap opera with my mom mm -hmm. and there was this one. And it's funny because I was thinking about our conversation with Roger on our last podcast that we had him as a guest. Yeah. Um, where we were talking about vampires. Yeah. And there was the whole season of this soap opera where it was all vampires. Really? Yeah. And I got so fucking into it. And then like, I don't remember what happened to the show. I don't know if that was like one random spinoff season, but I never watched it after that so weird but it's fine because soap operas like there's it's just this continuity right that is fascinating yeah exactly they'll just pick up where they left off and a whole new storyline will be formed my favorite was when i used to visit my grandma in france and they would air american soap opera dubbed in french no way but it was like four years later you know oh that's funny it's like all my children but it's like literally things that happen and like she's like ago. getting into it now and i'm like wow this show like has been canceled already right or, like well that was another thing i think this vampire show i think it was canceled soon thereafter yeah, soap operas just like pop constant up, cancellation like, they're like my pimples <laughs> <laughs> they're there when you least expect it and so hard to get rid of did you ever have a pen pal like i think through class what grade maybe like fourth grade or something same i had one in third grade yeah and how, like, how did that come across? So it was like so weird. My teacher that year was like such a weirdo. Mm -hmm. And she had been basically, this is not what makes her weird, but mm -hmm. prior to coming to our school was working in Africa. Okay. I forget where. I feel like she never told us. At a school there. Mm -hmm. And so she like set up a pen pal with them. Interesting. It was so weird because she arrived in the school year like two months in. And I'm like, how are you even allowed to be our teacher? Like, we had Who subs your teacher for two months. No way. Yeah, like, I was basically not going to class for a while. We would just, like, fuck around other people's classrooms, like, in the back. 
That's actually crazy. Like it was crazy. That's actually lawless. Like, I'm sorry. That's really unhinged. wild. And my nerdy parents were very unhappy. Yeah, I would be pissed too, especially if it was private school. Yeah, they Dude, were like, what? It was so weird. That's crazy. But so that was our pen pal. My teacher in third grade was friends with another teacher in Pennsylvania. Like they were like, I guess they were friends from high school or like. I mean, now that like you know educators too, you're kind of like. Yeah, I could see. Like, that's yeah, good, exactly. If you were to meet another teacher, that would be a cute, like, project yes. to, like, get going. Totally cute. And I remember this girl, Krista, was my pen pal. And we stayed in touch for years. Like, we literally continued being pen pals for so many years. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah, no, us, it was, like, within the confines of it, like, stopped after that. Okay. Um, How do you feel about prison pen pals? I feel like it's a really slippery slope. It is. I completely I'm deeply on prison talk uh-huh. and like get all of these stuff and prison wife talk. Yeah. Prison wife talk. And I could see why they're targeting me with this. They're Delu. I am a single woman who like spends a lot of time. You're like, of, I'm a cat lady. It's <laughs> like, what it is. I could write you letters. Yes. Um, But it, it becomes a lot. It's, it's also a very uneven power relationship. Yes, it is. And that is just, it's weird. I'll be honest with you. I had a prison pen pal. Okay. A friend of mine was doing time. Okay. But you met prior. Uh, my friend, but that that's not who my pen pal was. Oh, oh, okay. So a friend of mine was doing time and he was like, I have a friend who needs company. Will you or any of your friends be his pen pal? I was like, sure. I was his pen pal. And I heard that in jail, he roasted me. Are you he serious? Mm-hmm. What did he say? <laughs> he said something deeply embarrassing. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm ready to reveal. But he said something very mean. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm doing you a motherfucking favor. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't even need to pull up his record to say that he's crazy. But yeah, definitely not fully someone who deserves a pen pal. So I took away the privilege. You're not going to be my pen pal if you're talking shit about me. You Fuck f- you. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even think Talk about... Talk shit, get hit. I didn't even think about that being a possibility of Crazy, scenario. right? Crazy. I didn't even think about what other people could be saying once they receive. Yep. Wow. Apparently, I wasn't pretty enough to be his pen pal. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, you are literally not In, able to make money. I'm or sorry. Or like meet anyone. Or vote. Like, there's a lot... And that's why it's it's weird. Because it's like, it's impossible... Beggars can't be choosers, baby. But it's impossible for the person, except in your case, I guess, <laughs> to not, like, be obsessed with the person. Cause right. And I'm like, that's, are you he just was talking flooded? shit there, but would be like, baby. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are and you I'm like, just... I'm not your, I'm simply your pen pal. I don't want anything romantic with you. And also like, wow, that is really. Do not recommend. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend either. I just, not that I've had experience doing it. I just think there are ways. It's a slippery slope, like you said. There are ways that you can help to, like, yep. push incarceration reform. Yes, 100%. Like, write to your local reps. Like, please. Show Make holiday cards that are, like. For everyone. Yes, exactly. Like, bring, donate, like, do food drives or, like. 100%. Fundraisers for everybody's mm-hmm. money and stuff, but not, like. But oftentimes it's. It's not the healthiest attachment style. No, exactly. And that's why I'm like, I see you TikTok as to why you think that this would right. be me. Yep. Unfortunately, what you forget is uh, that I'm deeply unattached. Uh, exactly. 
Um, and I don't have an anxious attachment style. No. With, uh, I yeah, exactly. Like, like, I, my favorite relationships are when everybody can be independently and, like, our quality time together is beautiful. And secure. But, like, I'm not, I don't even want to ever have, think about, if I'm doing something else, I'm doing something else. Exactly. And I think if you're considering getting a prison pen pal, ask yourself why. Get a, get a friend. 100%. And I'm not saying, like, you know, someone needs to be a pen pal, you know? So it's like, if you're doing that, I just want you to do the inner work and ask yourself why. Yeah. You know what like I'm saying? Have... And go ahead and do it if you think that your answers are, if it's going to provide you the fulfillment you're looking for. And if you think that what you're doing is, like, safe and good and positive, by all means, do it. Someone has to do it. But ask yourself why and what you're looking for out of it. Yeah, and have a support system outside of that. 100%. Like all those like Manson girlies. Exactly. Who are like, we got married and I've only met him once and I'm 17. There's so many of them. Richard Ramirez did the same thing. It's crazy. Yep. I mean, it's not crazy. It's like an actual like psychological phenomenon, but. Wild. It That freaks me out a little bit. So that's the tea. Yep. Wow, I can't believe you had one. I, I've actually had two. One of them I actually knew in real life. And the other one, which that's different, and I it think is, that's really beautiful. Like it is different for people in your community to not feel forgotten while exactly. they are serving time. Like that's exactly. really important. But then, understand that there is a release date at some point. Yeah, and so whatever you say, whatever you is say, going to be in the void. It's and understand the attachment that you're creating. will continue in real life, and they might be accept, expecting a different type of support as well upon getting out. That I feel like is relevant for all kind of like long distance communication mm -hmm. type stuff and it's like yep you can't be sending all this like i miss you i can't wait to see you blah 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 and then it's like oh no i actually yep. like that's so true that's like long distance teasing my pen pal teasing my relationship before my current relationship started off long distance like we met long yeah. distance and then built up to an in-person relationship and that's tough and it is extremely because you start tough. so intense so intense and then like it's it's hard and fast like i don't know what to say like when you meet in person the expectations are like a totally different level that like yeah. you might be more emotionally unavailable than you think yeah it's it's pretty like scary you're like oh i guess we like said a lot via exactly writing exactly and you kind of can't hold it against them for having those expectations when when it did come out of your mouth and that's what you're saying you want it's but like being held to it is a totally different life. So, and that's why my mom always says, "Never write anything you wouldn't say." I love that. That is great advice. Well, take that with you and put it in your pocket. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Not for Nothing. I'm Sarah. You can follow me at How Can It Help You across all platforms. You can stream the pod at Not for Nothing Pod across all platforms. And I'm Natasha, and you can follow me at Natasha PRZ or Pussyweed. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.